0: welcome to the don't come for me podcast hosted by james muhammad sit back buckle up and get ready for an unfiltered authentic sometimes explicit and personal conversation about relationships life business and more with that being said let's get into it hi everybody james here on don't come for me the first episode of my podcast The first episode is called Rising Above Emotions, right? I thought that'd be a good topic dealing with emotions because we've all been emotional. And just understand when you listen to this podcast, it's gonna be helpful for you and for me because I'm talking to myself at the same time as I'm talking to you. So we're gonna be able to grow and work through things together and bring value to each other in order to help become better people. With that being said, the first title is Rising Above Emotions. And I wanna break down the word. I wanna give you the definition of each word as we go forward so we know exactly what we're dealing with, and exactly what the topic is and how to address it. So now the first word rising, it is an adjective going up, increasing, or slopping upward, meaning that you're going to a higher level, you're going upward. The second word, above, preposition in extended space over and not touching. That's the word above. And then emotion is a noun. Plural noun, emotions, a natural instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstances, mood, or relationships with others. Now we know what each word defined means, so now we know how to address it. So let's see where emotions come from. I I had these notes from a study guide that we have called Rising Above Emotions into the Thinking of God. It's a study guide that we have in the nation, and I thought it'd be a good reference to help in the topic of rising above emotions. This particular part is talking about the brain and where emotions come from. The brain is not only an organ of intellect and logic. It is also the source of emotion. Okay. Emotions are brought to life in what is known as the limbic system that's spelled L I M B I C system. The limbic system is a collection of parts that constitute approximately 20% of the brain area. The forces of pride, fear, joy, grief, anger, lust, hatred, Envy, jealousy arise from this region of the brain. Now, wow. (laughs) Now you thought emotions was deep. You thought emotions was heavy. Just think that that part of the brain is what stimulates all these different aspects that we deal with on a daily basis, right? We all feel grief. We all feel pain. We all feel hurt. We all feel certain emotions that cause us to do certain things, whether good or bad, that make us and put us in a place that could hurt us or could make us better. So I wanted to, I wanted to give you that information about where it stems from for emotions so you know exactly what we're looking at as far as how to move forward and where it comes from. Now, emotion is, intense, is an intensified feeling. It can become so strong and overpowering that it masters the mind or judgment. Now, <laughs> a lot of us can relate to that, right? Especially if we've been in relationships. Have you ever heard a woman say, well, I, I just saw red. I just see red because I was going so crazy. I was so angry. I was so upset. I just saw red. That's an emotion that derives from the inside of you. Or a man said, I just went crazy. I couldn't control my emotions. I couldn't stop myself. I couldn't help myself. I hit that person. I stabbed that person. I shot that person. And those things that we do from emotions that derive from the brain And constitute the movement of our body and how we act or react can put us in some hell of a position. And that's why we can rise above emotions. We can become better people and we can make better decisions. Now, let's break it. Let me get into some notes that I have. The improper handling of emotion does not allow us to grow beyond self. It makes our reasoning subjective and clouds our judgment of individuals, circumstances and events. Let's stop right there. Have you ever heard somebody say, I don't like that person? Ah, I mean, I don't like that nigga. I don't like that nigga be tripping. I don't like that, that bitch. I don't like that female. You know, I'm, I'm giving it to you in street terms. I'm not being vulgar or explicit. I just want to give it to you how people talk nowadays so you can relate to it a little bit more than the average. right? I'm not trying to preach, not trying to teach. I just want to give you straight, uncut information so we can uh, dissect it Digest it To become better And that's the whole goal of this So when you say that That's an emotion,s And sometimes The emotion can be so strong In our brain That we don't even that The emotion can be so strong In our brain That's not even true It'll cause us to do things And we don't even know Why the hell we're doing it We'll walk through a crowd Watch out Motherfucker Move Move I'm pissed off Well why are you pissed off Man I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know I just feel a certain way I feel a certain way About that person Well what they do to you I don't know I like the way they look at me They're too tall They're too light, they're too dark, they're too fat, they're too skinny. All these things are emotions that derive inside of us that we don't even know the reason why, but it affects us and how we deal with people that we may or may not even know. Now let's get into the next part of it. It makes us judge individuals, circumstances, and events by how we are affected personally. How we are affected, meaning that if you like, hey man, I don't like what you said to us. I don't care. Fuck you. Fuck. I don't, I don't care how you look. If you don't like the way I said something to you, hey, I don't. I don't like how you how you work, or when you at work you don't do enough work. What the hell with you, manager or supervisor? Doesn't matter. Or we have a client, like being in real estate or entertainment or a different business. I don't like how you handle my transaction. Oh, well, get over it. I mean, sometimes you, sh- you, you shouldn't say that, but sometimes people say that. That's affected personally. Thus, we never see the bigger picture. Improper handling of emotion makes us judge selfishly. Now, what what does that mean, right? Have you ever been in a situation to where let's go into relationship aspect of it, where you're with a, a person, male or female, you, you are married or your fiance or boyfriend or girlfriend. And because the woman or the man treats you a certain type of way, you justify that emotionally that I'm going to now talk to somebody else. I'm going to now interact with somebody else. I'm going to now sleep with somebody else. I'm going to now go out with somebody else or I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to do the things I usually do for you or I'm going to ghost you or I'm not going to answer your call or your text because of the emotions and what derives from that makes us feel a certain type of way. Now, let's break it down even further. Let me get some more notes for you. Where does emotions come from, right? We know it stimulates from the brain. We know how it makes our body react. We know how it makes it react personally. But where does the root of emotions come from? And emotion comes from or stems from disappointment, Disappointment is the failure to meet an objective Right So you know growing up If your parents said hey man Not hey man But you know your parents said Hey I'm going to go ahead and buy you a toy Oh okay well, I'm going to get you a toy next Wednesday Or I'm going I'm to buy you some shoes next Wednesday You're like okay great Thanks mom Thanks dad Next Wednesday rolls around Next Thursday rolls around No shoes No toy No nothing You're like well I thought you said yeah But I, I, I didn't have the, They didn't tell you I don't tell you why Yeah I just couldn't do it So now the emotion comes from the Disappointment the disappointment is you didn't you didn't keep your word on what you said you were gonna do and buy me these items, so now I'm pissed off. So you stomp away, fuck you, mama, fuck you, daddy, you ain't shit. Wait, 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 what you say? You know, your parents say, What you say? I ain't say nothing, I ain't say nothing. You go slam your door because now you're emotionally engulfed in that disappointment of your parents. Let's make it more prevalent to what adults do. The disappointment of being in a relationship. You said you're gonna empty the trash. You empty the trash, sir. Why why you empty the trash? Well, I was tired. I didn't didn't, didn't get a chance to. I was working late. Why you don't empty the trash? Okay, so now the wife has disappointment. You said you're gonna cook, honey. Why you didn't cook? Well, I worked an eight hour shift. I didn't get a chance to cook. I had to get the children. Now I'm disappointed. Now I'm upset. And that disappointment becomes emotions when now it turns what's our judgment gonna be? Because you get angry, you can get crazy thoughts. Anger is a fire. And controlled or out of control, that fire can burn, you know, and I know because I've been, I, so let me say this. I've been on both sides of disappointment. I've disappointed people and I've been disappointed. I've been with another friend of mine that I used to date. She used to tell me that I would act flippant and flippant is a slang word for being emotional and being upset. A lot of that, a lot of that emotion would come from things that I thought were going on or happening. And and they ended up not being true. But because I had it in my mind, I was pissed off and I let that emotion show. But how do we get past this emotion? How do we deal with it? One of the things I've learned is that sometimes what I always tell myself now is that never panic. Right. So if something comes to me, if I see a text, if I read an email, if I talk to somebody, I always say don't panic because in that moment of being emotional there's so many things that can come out of it right so let's look at the the news there's so much that goes on in the news the the football player who they didn't like to score so the dude pulls out a gun and he shoots him in front of everybody that's going off of emotion right the woman who hops out of a truck she shoots at the truck the car excuse me hops out the truck to shoot at the car the car drives away she shoots at the car again there's a Two year old child in the backseat of the car And she's shooting at the car We've heard of parents taking their children's lives And their own lives We've heard of so many different aspects Of things that happen in this world Because People can't control their emotions. We have to learn how to control our emotions, including me. <laughs> I have to learn. That. I think I've become better and more mature over the years. But we have to be able to keep that mindset. I can give you a more recent example. I'm dealing with a transaction and the agent tells me, he says, hey, you know what? My seller doesn't want to do this. This isn't it. I said, well, hell, man, we giving you this. And then he says, James, calm down. I understand what you're saying but I'm telling you what my seller says who doesn't really understand or this is their perspective. Now, how can we make it work? There again, flippant, angry, I wanna get it done a certain way, so I automatically turn into emotions. That is what causes us to have problems, and that is what causes us to have an issue. When someone is disappointed, they are imbalanced and not sane. Again, go back to what I said earlier, you've heard the expression from a woman, I was seeing red, I don't know what was going on. I was just swinging, I started shooting, I grabbed the knife. That disappointment arrives most of the time from what we're not doing for a person. Let me give you a breakdown of that, uh, of what I think, of something that I think that can help us. When we are able to see beyond the effect to the cause that produced the effect, then our decisions are no longer emotional, they are made with precision. What does that mean? Okay, let's give you an example. Let's say I'm dating a woman. And the woman's tired of me because I keep telling her I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something. And that woman says, you know what? To hell with you. I'm going to go find me another man. And this man does all the things that you say that you weren't going to do, so I go cheat on you now. And now I'm pissed. I'm livid. Let me tell you, women, men get angry because you go cheat right that's one thing but men really understand deep down inside with all this craziness and culture and rap and songs men understand the value of a woman and that's gonna be another topic for another day the value of a woman but men we understand the value of a woman and we know how sacred a woman's private part is unless that woman is considered a prostitute or a hole or a flip or whatever the slang term is we, we feel like another a lot of men have been through them we know the value of that woman and her body part so we feel like we put the effort into it and we've cultivated it and we've supported it and we've helped it and you go out to another man because of the value that we know whether we say it or not whether we display it or not we know that value of you and your body that makes us crazy to the point to where there are men locked in prison their are men that have been killed there are men that have hurt people. There are men that just done a lot of craziness behind that woman because for us being a conqueror of woman, we feel like that's part of the culture. But a woman is supposed to be sacred. And we know that. So when you go out, that emotion become that first part that I said, when we are able to see beyond the effect to the cause what produced the effect. Then our decisions are no longer emotional. They are made with precision. So if I understand, yes, you did this and you did this because I didn't do what I was supposed to do. So now I'm not as emotional. I'm using precision in my decision of emotions because I understand that you did this because I didn't do that. Now go back to the child example I gave. If we understood like, look, we couldn't buy you this toy or these shoes because we had a bill come up. We had to pay the light bill or our check was short and we had to buy more groceries for the house. Now we understand the reasoning behind that disappointment and we can conquer our anger. The second part of that is this does not mean we will act without intense feeling. It means that we will be in such complete control of our feelings that our decisions will be completely rational. Now, That's when we get to the nitty gritty. How do we become rational? How do we take time to think or even ask the question deeper? Why did you do this? Now, granted, people don't have to answer that question for us. They can be like, hey, man, I just did it because I wanted to. Fuck you. (laughs) That's their prerogative. Men or women, they can do that. We've all had that done to us. And for the most part, we've probably done that to people knowingly or unknowingly. But at the end of the day, if we can figure out the cause of our disappointment, has happened, then we can respond accordingly. if we can respond accordingly, that can cause us a lot of unnecessary grief, a lot of unnecessary heartbreak, a lot of unnecessary anger and disappointment because now we know right so think about a lot of people who are in prison, male and female, and a friend of mine was telling me yesterday he was saying, James, I used to ask people in the neighborhood, how many minutes did it take you to get this many years?" And I said, well what do you mean? How many minutes? Did it take you to commit that crime to get seven, 10, 15 years? And when you look at things like that, it breaks it down to what we're talking about as far as the emotions and what is going on in our brain to commit that time. Because most of the time, if we go to jail or something's happened and we calm down, we say, like, damn, man, I shouldn't have done that. I, I, I shouldn't have slept with that woman or that man. I shouldn't have hit that person. I shouldn't have pulled my gun out and started shooting. I, I, I could have handled that better. You know, look at the, the Chris Rock and Will Smith incident. Will Smith goes and apologizes, sincere or not, he apologizes. In that moment, he was emotional because of the disappointment. Not of him, but because of his wife. And he took that disappointment of her into his emotions and attacked Chris Rock. But Chris Rock saying, hey, I know, wow, this, this is breaks it down. Chris Rock, he knew. He knew. This does not he knew when we are able to see beyond the effect of the cause that produced the effect, then our decisions are no longer emotional. They are made with precision. Chris Rock knew the effect of the decision. He knew the he knew cause that produced that effect for Will Smith to come up there and he responded with precision, which in turn responded and responded all. And it made him be the hero. He made him the person that was more rational and more thoughtful and non-emotional in that moment. To where Will Smith looked like the crazy person Going up there acting a fool And it put Chris Rock in a hero light That was a great example that we could use for That note that we just talked about So when we know these things We have to figure out when we come down Off the anger and emotions How not to get to that anger and emotion How do we suppress that Does that mean thinking five times before we speak does that mean taking a step back and really analyzing the situation? Does that mean closing our eyes and saying a quick prayer, no matter what religion you are, being able to ask God to guide us in the right way or the spirit to guide us in the right way or Buddha, whoever to guide us? Does that saying woofsaw? You know the, the classic line, you gotta woofsah in order to make the, the right decision? And not only that, let me break this down to you a little bit further. When you there there are people out there who push you to be emotional. And there are people out there who have nothing to lose. So you got to think if you have a family, a good job, you take care of your children or you're just in a good space, period. You don't want to use that emotion inside of you to put yourself in a situation that's going to cause you grief later on. You got to think of the bigger picture. And I think sometimes in those moments we don't think about the bigger picture. Why well, just sock him? <laughs> Why you do that? Shit, I don't know. I was just I, I, I was emotional. I just slapped her. Why you do that? I was emotional. I just stabbed him. Well, why you grab the kitchen knife and stab the dude? Well, I was emotional. I saw red. But when we think about recourse, if I pick this knife up and I stab this man, my children could be gone. The service is going to come and knock on the door. I could be in jail. I could lose my job. I could lose my house, my car. If I slap this man, if I pull my gun out and piss my pistol out and I shoot at this man or woman and I kill him or I hit somebody, I'm gonna be in jail 17 years, I miss my family, my children gonna grow up without me. You have to look at what the consequences are based on the reaction of that emotion. And that's what I wanna give you in this, rising above emotion, because when you can rise at above that emotion, you can conquer anything. You can conquer people, you can conquer situations, jobs, you can conquer everything in life that bring you. You ever listen to that clip? It's a viral clip of Nipsey Hussle when he said, I went through every emotion. I went through and he said like two or three times he's interviewing with Big Boy on the radio and he said I went through every emotion, every emotion. And we all go through those emotions, but when we get through those emotions, how do we gather ourselves and continue to move forward? When we get through those emotions, how do we say okay, you know what? This happened, but damn, thank you God. Thank you for what happened. I may not understand it or I do understand it. I was the cause of it, I wasn't the cause of it. Whatever the case may be, I am going to go ahead and now move forward and become better. Do better. The way to rise above that emotion Is to think about the consequences And then ask the question Or look deeper to What did I do Why did that person react that way Why are they, why are they saying no Why are they disappointing me Is it something that I'm not doing Or is it something they doing Am I with the wrong person Am I around the wrong people What is the procuring cause Of this disappointment To cause me anger To make me emotional And when you figure that out And when you take the time To dig deeper And to look into that Ah, I got it. I shouldn't have done this or I could have done better at this or I did say I was going to do that and I didn't do it. So, yeah, that that is my fault. When you look at all those different aspects, then you got it. When you look at that and then you atone for it, you pray about it. You got it. And those are the things that you have to do to continue to move forward to become a better person. Rise above those emotions. Think more. Take your time. Pause. Look at the consequences And figure out, is it really worth worth the way you're going to react, to react that way? And then what's going to happen to you? As people on the other side, sometimes they don't care. You don't want to be in a situation because you react, you lose your life or a loved one's life or time in jail or they get hurt. All these different things derive because of emotion, because of disappointment, because of anger. When someone is disappointed, they are imbalanced and not sane. You got to look at that. Right. cuz we hear about people on the news who kill their children, kill themselves, kill the wife, kill the husband. That's a lot of fucking killing. That's a lot that comes from disappointment that makes a person imbalance. And now they're not saying when you're dealing with a person that's not saying the worst person that you could ever deal with, because they have nothing to lose when you have everything to lose. And that's what you have to look at. Another thing is you do things because someone disappointed you, which we covered. Every disappointment has or is for some good. (laughs) Oh, let's look at that again. Every disappointment has or is for some good. The reason why i bring that point up is because when we're disappointed, it helps us. When we're disappointed, we become better. When we're disappointed, we become stronger. That's what we wanna be able to do as people, become better, move forward. With that being said, thank you for taking time to listen to this episode. I hope that you found good out of it and it's helped you, please tune in again. I'm gonna be pushing to do two times a week. I'm not sure exactly what days yet, but I'll definitely post it. Tell me what you think about it. Let me know your thoughts. I mean, I'm not perfect at it, but I'm giving you my thoughts and my life experiences and I want you to give me something back. Thank you for listening to the Don't Come For Me podcast. This episode was sponsored by ATJ Products, makers of grandma's secret skin and hair care. Our goal is to give you value every time you listen. Please leave a comment, subscribe on YouTube, and follow on TikTok and Instagram. We'll catch you in the next episode.